Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Wow, guys, it is Tony Collier, and I must say, this season of the Still Coloring Podcast has been amazing, and this episode is amazing. I get to interview um, the founder of Noonday, but more importantly, my friend, my girl, Jessica Honiger. I mean, I'm almost still like teary eyed from this incredible episode. We talked about trauma and trauma being pain experienced alone. We talk about how in the world do we feel seen and soothed and safe and secure? Well, we do it through community. People that will look us in the eye and say, I'm not leaving the room. We even talk about this really traumatic story of her son almost drowning and perseverance. She says, perseverance is practicing letting God love the parts we really despise. If there are parts of you that you really despise, if there are painful parts of your story that you just hate and you don't want to press into, let me just tell you right now, this is going to be the episode that helps you figure out how to heal those parts that you despise, how to welcome them into your life and how to allow them to experience freedom. And so listen in. If you love this episode, which I know that you will, make sure you share it. Share it with your mom and them, your friends. I don't even know, but just share it because someone else needs to experience freedom and hope. Check it out. Well, I'm so excited because first of all, this is only the second in-person live. I can touch your hand. Touch me. And not mess up the mic episode that I've ever done. My first one was with Jamie. And we were like in person and I was like, oh my gosh, I really like this. I and am I wish so they could all honored. Be like that, just for you. I am so honored. I said, I'm in Austin, Texas, baby. And so I'm about to have my friend yeah. Yeah. come and be with me. And thank goodness, because here we are. Here we are. This is going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. It's going to be even more fun afterwards when we go for a drink. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> come on. Okay. Well, okay. Welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast. Thank you. Ah! I'm so okay. proud of you. It's crazy. I, I can't believe it a little bit, but I like it so much. Like yeah. this is my second season, so now I feel like I'm a pro. Right. But I like it because it's almost like what we get to do off camera, off podcast, right. in our confessional community, but it's for people, right? Like right. we're having these authentic conversations, but for people to kind of peek on into, not telling all our business, okay? But peek on into and say, oh snap, if those two crazies can do it, I can too. Amen, sister. Right? And I just want to warn you that in this season, we're talking about embracing pain. And I had a tissue in my hand a moment ago and I should have probably <laughs> kept it. So I could have dabbled a little bit right there. Yeah. I'm excited that, That's now. a very scary question for an Enneagram 7. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Our Surprise. number one mission in life is to avoid, avoid pain. pain. <laughs> and now we're embracing pain right here on the podcast. We are, but we do that in our group. And That's right. We do. We do that together. And for those of you that don't know, we talked about this in the last season with Jamie. About seven of us are in a group called a confessional community. We call ourselves something else that we will not disclose here on the podcast. <laughs> um, but it's seven of us who have made the conscious decision to say we're going to embrace pain in our own personal stories, but we're going to do it together. Yes. Because 
it's really scary to embrace pain, but it's even scary when you think you have to do it alone. That's what trauma is. Oh, pain freak. alone. Okay, well, come on. Right. Teach us right now. Well, pain is pain is life. Yep. Jesus said you're going to suffer. Thank like, you. you. Don't be surprised. Surprised. Okay. But what God intended is for us mm. to suffer together. And actually, this was so powerful. Yeah. So Kurt Thompson, he he pops into our group and has yeah. helped guide us and create a space for us. And he's an interpersonal neurobiologist. Mm-hmm. And he is all about the we. Yep. Withness. Withness. And basically that your brain isn't even a brain by itself. Like even what like us being together right now, we're creating yeah. something new together. And my story yes. is going to have as much to do with how your story is going to interact with mine today. Like 100%. we are. And um. So I remember talking to him one time and and I use this language a lot like, gosh, I'm just going to go have to figure this out mm. or how am I going to do this? Yep. And he says, how are we? How are we? And I had this happen last week. I yeah. had a bit of a meltdown about some <laughs> We're jumping stuff right that on I'm in. not going to, I don't necessarily need to get into, but it was just a moment of real overwhelm. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my dearest friends mm. and that is the word she said she goes Jessica we are gonna be okay come on and it was just that it wasn't like Jessica you're gonna be okay so if that is a takeaway that those of y'all listening could have it is so powerful when you are in a moment with someone in pain and it's not it's not about separating yourself from them or even encouraging them but to say I'm with you with you and we are gonna walk through this together that it well first of all it makes me think about our last year together walking with each other and then with our friends and I, I gotta say it man like doing life with other people processing pain with other people is a must yes we've been telling people on the podcast like oh just you know make sure you're not avoiding your pain but also make sure you're not avoiding your people Mm. because I think what happens and you can probably speak into this is that we go through these really painful moments and then we start hiding like immediately it's Mm -hmm. like oh man that pain's too overwhelming for me it's also too overwhelming for the people around me Mm -hmm. I need to shut down and isolate we get into these shame bubbles and I think our our pain grows in those hidden shameful places but when we can expose them to other people and to the light Mm -hmm. that is community I think it shrinks I yes. think it kind of just goes down. Now here I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little quick turn here. Okay, okay. turn it around. Surprise. <laughs> um, can you name a really painful moment of your story of your life? Mm. I mean, what comes to mind is I I have three children. Okay, okay, that are all teenagers now. Gosh. But my uh, middle Holden, he one day we were at a swimming pool mm-hmm. with about five girlfriends. And I was, I told my girlfriends, Holden was two and he uh, was off eating lunch with like the other moms and the other kids. Yeah. And then I s- told the moms, I was like, I'm going to go be with the big kids because um, they wanted to like do the yeah. whole jump, jump and swim, you yes. know, so mm-hmm. that I went to go be with the five-year-olds by big kids. I mean, <laughs> five. <Okay. laughs> so my daughter is jumping to me and I. I see something out of the corner of my eye Hmm. and I turn around and it's my two-year-old face down. No. Floating in the middle. No. Of the pool. Jessica. And I walked over, I mean, swam. I mean, it just felt like I was walking through cement. Grabbed him and he was 
purple blue. I mean, he was not alive, basically. And so I pulled him up. I don't know how I remembered CPR, um, but I just started pumping him, pumping him, pumping him. And then another girlfriend ran over and I was like, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And then she was like, she's like my Presbyterian friend. And she was like, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Father, Son, Holy (laughs) Ghost. Oh my gosh, this is a whole moment. um, I mean, as y'all know, obviously why I'm laughing right now is because he did survive. So after about a minute, which felt like 20 Hours, years. I'm sure, yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he coughed up a grape. So I guess he had maybe, we don't know. Obviously, we don't know what happened. What? And then jumped in the ambulance and um, went to the emergency room because that's what you're supposed to do to check on the lungs, make sure yeah. all the water's out of the lungs. So, um, yes. you know, and of course, the ER doctor sits me down and says, hey, you need to, Keep a closer look. Oh, thank you, sir. You know what I mean? 110%. Right. Like that that was the right right thing to say. For sure. To a mom who feels so much. Thank you for shaming me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for reshaming me. I really appreciate it. Okay. So I just want to put this. So you almost lost your son. I did. I did lose him for about a minute. And yeah. Oh, my goodness, Jess. It was. I did not know that part of your story. Yeah. Now, okay. Here's the question. Whew. I want to sit in this. This is what we do. We sit in the story. Okay. We sit. Okay. We sit. I was going to, you know, I, I had to turn my left brain off and I had to go to my right brain. Okay. Because I was getting ready to stay. I was getting ready to go into like interview mode and what did that make you, how did the, that manifest and what, okay. But I'm sitting in the story and I'm saying, what was your biggest emotion as it was happening? And then what was your biggest emotion afterwards? As it was happening, I just remember already being mad at God. Like on one hand, I was crying out to Jesus, like Mm -hmm. with everything in me. In the name of Jesus. Like, I mean, I was like miracle right now in the name of Jesus, you know. Mm -hmm. But I remember even it was like enough time went by when he was basically blue and purple that. Wow. I just remember already going like I just remember thinking I'm out. Like I'm if out. like if this is if my story, he, I'm out. God. I'm out. Out. Wow. You know, my mom I always. Love that. You know, when I was younger, my mom uh, gave me a great analogy. I had a lot of friends in high school lose yeah. their parent to cancer. Um, probably mm. like four. I mean, I've been to oh a lot goodness. of funerals. Yeah. You know, so I remember as I was trying to process through grief and pain and loss, yeah. and that this is what the world is like. I just, my mom said this analogy one time, and she says, you know, when your dad takes you camping for the very first time, mm. he doesn't say like, here's how to set up the tent, here's how to start a campfire, yeah. here's where the you need to go on the hike. Yeah. But he'll take you at first and he teaches you one little thing, you know, and then on the next next time he'll teach you the next thing. And wow. she just, you know, is that whole God's not going to give you more than you can handle you can a handle. little bit. And, and it's like, just okay. I think as an Enneagram seven, I am so afraid of pain, specifically the emotion of grief mm. um, that I want to pre grieve. So you're like, I'm out. If this happens, let me just let me just call it quits right let now. Let me just call it quits now. Yeah. Wow. So, right, so that was in the moment. That was in the moment. Afterwards. Well, I mean, your adrenaline is just absolutely surging. Yeah. And at this point, you are uh, very grateful. Yeah. And then shame. Shame. 
All right, so some of you listening know about my past with marriage. I was in a really toxic marriage, very verbally abusive, and I got a divorce and I got remarried really quickly. And I got to tell you this, I really wish that I would have taken my time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my man and we have an incredibly beautiful marriage. But if we had a little bit more time, I think we would have dived into some incredible resources like the one I'm getting ready to tell you about. Countdown to Marriage is an online course created by Legacy Family Ministries, and it is the ultimate preparation for a meaningful and fulfilling marriage. Countdown to Marriage will help an engaged couple to connect and lay a solid foundation before declaring their vows. In this six-session course, Legacy Family Ministries walks couples through practical topics like communication styles, conflict management, sexual intimacy, shared finances, and even how to navigate relationships with in-laws. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? The course is led by Byron and Carla Weathersby, who have spent nearly 30 years, you heard that right, 30 years preparing thousands of couples for marriage, including Chip and Joanna Gaines. The Countdown to Marriage course provides engaging training videos, actionable resources from each lesson, and really important discussion questions to get couples talking about what matters most. Now, if you are engaged to be married or you know someone who is, I want you to visit LegacyCountdown.com slash online and enter the code Ivy Media to save 25% off the cost of the course. Again, that's LegacyCountdown.com slash online and use Ivy, that's I-V-E-Y media at checkout to receive 25% off. Here's the deal. We need stronger marriages. We need marriages that will last through really hard things. And the only way for us to see that is to see couples living on the offense, not the defense, before they walk down the aisle, getting equipped with a solid foundation so that their marriage lasts. Check it out. All right, here's the question. Do you have big goals for 2023? Or are you like me, taking it one day at a time, just trying to stay on top of my crazy to-do lists? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm actually feeling pretty excited about the new year, and that's in part because of the prep dish meal plans I've recently started using. Y'all listen, I don't really like to cook, okay? I just gotta be honest about that. But these meal plans have been helping me cook and enjoy really delicious, healthy meals, even on weeknights. Now, I don't even have to think about what I need to cook okay I let the prep dish team take care of it for me every Friday I receive four meal prep meal plans straight to my inbox gluten-free paleo low carb and super fast which takes just one hour to prep five healthy dinners for the whole week y'all Prepping my week's meals with these time-saving meal plans has been a total game changer for my weeknights. I never have to think about what's for dinner, and I have so much more free time to relax with my family in the evenings. Now, the founder, Allison, is both a dietitian and a chef, and I just love knowing that our meals are not only delicious, but nutritionally balanced as well. Plus, she's a mom, like me, to two little boys, so she gets the need to feed a family without spending hours in the kitchen every night. Now, if you want to serve healthy homemade meals without the stress, the founder Allison is offering my listeners, the Still Coloring Podcast listeners, a free two-week trial to try it out. And you can't beat that, okay? So check out prepdish.com slash Tony for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash T-O-N-I for your first two weeks free. This 
is a no-brainer, y'all. I mean, I love free stuff. I love saving time. Go get it done, okay? Shame. Why were you ashamed? I mean, I feel like it's obvious, but also, like, let's just unpack it. You never know. Someone watching, listening, yeah. why the shame? I mean, I'd re- and I didn't share this story for a while because I just felt so much shame that, like, mm. what mom lets their two-year-old yeah. be at a pool. Be at a pool. Be in, re- yeah, be with other people, like, and, all these thoughts. And he almost died under my watch. Mm. I just, Okay. This is what we do. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in my right brain. For those of you listening, that means I'm not going to go logical. I'm not going to try to diagnose and solve it. I'm going to say I have two kiddos now. Mm. And my anxiety is always like something's going to happen to my kids. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen to my mm-hmm. kids. And I'm prematurely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like processing those emotions. And so when you shared that story, um, it almost makes me even more scared. I'm like, it I'm does. never taking them to a pool. It's over. Yeah, I know. It's the lasting effects. It's, I'm never doing it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have lasting effects from that moment? I mean, yes. I mean, of course. I Yes. I yes. mean, I could not. I wasn't comfortable, you know, being in a swimming pool with mm. him until probably until just the last couple of years. He's wow. 13 now. Um, You're talking about 10 years. Oh, Yes. Yeah. I mean, we'd yeah. be at a pool. I'd see something kind of floating. My body, I mean, my body just goes mm. into absolute anxiety around water. Yeah. And, you know, even to this day, especially ocean environments, because um, my kids are teens now, so I'm not worried about like them yep. being in the swimming pool. Yeah. But, you know, it does. It lives in my body that fear, that danger, you mm. know, that danger's coming, danger's here. And, um, Mm. you know it's hard it is it's really really hard it's hard okay so so here's the deal we've been talking about embracing pain and now i'm going to interview mode okay i have permission i'm giving myself permission to go into interview mode because i love sitting with you in all the moments of your life Mm. painful moments Mm. happy moments Mm. i love that you're seven because you just make the room so much brighter every time you walk in um but i feel like you also have this incredible, incredible gift to to see things really deeply, mm. prophetically at times. And so I just want to make sure that the listener and the watcher get all of you. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then what else? I'm like, we're in this conversation together. But I mean, you are so many things. Mm. You are a mom. Mm-hmm. You're a mom that has seen shame, sat in shame, mm-hmm. and defeated shame in yeah. so many areas. Yeah. But you're also a founder mm-hmm. of Noonday Collection. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> so incredible. I have my Noonday. You're our biggest jewelry. fan. I christen I, you is our biggest listen fan. Listen to me. I really am the biggest fan. I like You wear it just so well. You girl. wear Noonday so well. Listen to me. I've I mean, got necklaces. Yeah. I've got all kinds of things. Uh-huh. Okay. I've got my home goods. I've got this little cute. What you can't see if you're listening is that we've got this cutie little mug. It yeah. comes in three colors. I have all three. That's okay. Right. That's all right. three of them. Um. And it's incredible. I mean, you've been on all the things, all the crazy outlets, People Magazine. I mean, mm. Oprah's List, girl. Okay. <laughs> National television, international television, all the things. Um, and you're also an author. Mm. Okay. Imperfect Courage. Yeah. Ooh, I got it. Going Scared Podcast. <laughs> That's right. Come on, somebody. You have all of this to give. And every time I, I record an episode, I think to myself, what do I want the listener to like walk away with and here's what I said for you I want the listener after this episode with the 
Jessica Honiger, I want them to know that when they embrace pain, they can do it scared mm. and imperfectly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now in our like frou-frou, like counseling, like this is how you heal. This is what you do. And there's roadmaps and there's strategies to follow. Right. But also there's moments where you're just like freaking clawing your way through it, like bloody knuckled. I'm getting through this painful journey and it's rocky and it's messy and it looks real, real crazy. Yeah. Can you talk about what you do when you know you have to press through pain, Mm. but it's imperfect and it's clunky? Mm -hmm. How do you even do that? Oh, man, I think that crying is so Gosh, I love that. Crying. Crying is so important. Mm. And there was a while, so Kurt Thompson is also my therapist, and there was a while when I was processing going, you know, really going back and processing some trauma um, a couple years ago, and it was like a Pavlonian response. He would get on the Zoom. I would start crying. Like, no words. You, you were know? like, hey, uh, oh, God, uh, uh. No, Like, we wouldn't have even talked. And I just face <laughs> like, tears okay. and I start What's bawling. And I just think that we have so much grief mm. stored up in our bodies. Wow. Grief is really just, it's, it's also desire. It's mm. about something didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn yeah. out like there's it's there's our loss. longings yep there's loss and longing in that emotion mm. and um i do not like grief because i don't want to lose <laughs> i don't want to lose okay girls you know i just it's yeah. it, i don't want to walk through but what what kurt has always told me is just you're less afraid of grief you're more afraid that you're going to be alone and that ultimately mm. that's what each of us is afraid of yep. that we're going to be alone in our grief yeah and that is really how i keep going i mean i I am not an avoidant person, so I'm okay. less like you, Tony. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. We weren't actually talking about me, but um, thank you. But I am an avoidant person. You're I'm more like, avoidant. I don't want to press into the conflict. Like, let's just keep it moving. Everybody just or I'm sweep just it under the rug. Like, go into my cave for a little bit. Yes, and I shut down. I numb. Yeah, you come after me all the time. I do. Where are you at? Where I'm like, you, I'm dying. Yeah. How did you know? It's because you were silent. That's why. That's why. Yeah, that's honest. Yeah, okay. I I do. I have a. I know the people in my life when they go silent that it's usually <gasps> they're in they're pain. Drowning. Yeah, they're in pain. Mm-hmm. And yep. they're alone in their pain yep. because they think that that's, that's their coping mechanism. 100%. And so I think for me, I am someone who uh, I, I process my pain with mm. others. And I think because of our group, there's always a place I know I have yeah. where I can feel seen, yeah. soothed, safe, safe and secure. And secure. And where I know that these women are going to look me in the eyes and say, we're not leaving the room. 100%. And that, mm. I think I finally believe it. I mean, we've been meeting for probably 15 really? months. Yeah. And I think mm. I finally believe it. I think especially when you're gathering a group of women together who are all leaders, yep. um, authors, leading organizations, entrepreneurs, yep. you know, it's like, oh, we're in this group because yeah. of this thing that we do. What yeah. if this thing we do goes away? Or what mm. if we aren't successful with the book launch? Or yeah. what, you know? And yep. so it's easy to think um, they're going to leave the room, yeah. you know? And that's what we're constantly really afraid of, yeah. right? In our friendships is yeah. like, um, I'm going to be 
left. Yeah. And so if I show you my pain. And you're not there. If I show you all of me. Yeah. And you decide that's too much mm. or you just don't process it well with me. Yeah. And so that's it keeps us yeah. in isolation. That's good. Jess. So I think it's been it's been life changing for me mm. to have our group. Yeah. And I mean, listen, we only meet once a month for yeah. three hours. Well, we be I'm, meeting, dang But we <laughs> meet. three hours, be a, be, <laughs> we go deep when we meet. But okay? we do. But that's yeah. why I want to encourage listeners right now yeah. is I think we, mm. I don't have a daily bestie. Yeah. You know? I can't. I mean, I can't. I don't know about you. I don't have the capacity. Well, I'm like, true. I'm trying to keep these kids alive. <laughs> okay. I can't. I, girl, I don't know. Girl, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm that's tired. Right. That's okay? right. That's good. But I do have this space and then I have approximate space mm. where I'm going to be able to process my pain yeah. and it doesn't look perfect. And, you mm. know, I always say that courage isn't fearlessness. Mm. It's not a lack of fear. Courage is just being afraid and being able to walk forward anyway. And Woo. I think you get that feeling like the moment you get that, those butterflies in your stomach before yeah. you're about to say the thing yeah. that you don't want to say out loud. Mm. And maybe you've held it in for 20 years. Yeah. But Ugh. I encourage you to listen to those butterflies because you can be afraid and it might not come out like you wanted it to yeah. come out. But I'm telling you that naming it out loud tames it. Oh, and yeah. It does extinguish shame. I mean, Ooh. it just that is how that's how God wired that's us. So good. He wired us for this. He, he wired us for it. And here's the deal. Like. You cannot heal something that you're not willing to name. Mm -hmm. If it's just stuffed all up in you, it's just not going to happen. Right. And I say this oftentimes, like it doesn't take a whole lot of courage and bravery to wake up and be perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. To mm -hmm. bop around here and just act like everything is okay. Right. It takes courage to say, listen, I'm, I'm addicted to this. I've been struggling mm -hmm. with pornography. I've been using alcohol to mm -hmm. numb. Mm -hmm. It takes courage to show up and say, like stuff is sucking right now. Yeah. Okay. It's just yeah. all just freaking sucking and it's falling apart. Well, and those are the, yeah. if you think about it, those are the two questions that we used to ask each other a lot is yeah. what are you grieving right and now? What are you longing? And what are you longing for? Ugh. And it's powerful. It's so powerful. And here's the deal. Like, what I love so much about what you're saying that I think someone needs to take away is this idea that we have to live lives on the offense, not the defense. Mm. The reason why you know that you have people who are not going to leave the room is because you've set the freaking room up and mm. you put those people in there so that when hard times come and painful times come, you have a room to go to full of yes. people who are freaking there for you. And what happens is instead of doing that, we again, we hide, we isolate, we go inside of these closets and we just... I don't know what it is about that. I don't know why in our human nature we want to hide. I mean, we just, we saw freaking Eve hide. I'm like, sis, get off from back in That's the bushes right. now. That's right. Your savior wants to come and save you. He wants to come and find you. Mm -hmm. and, and and there are people that want to be that, mm -hmm. that want to be, as our friend Ann Voskamp says, Jesus with skin on. Yeah. That want to be that for you. And when you have that already set up, there's somebody listening mm -hmm. right now and watching, you need to already set it up. Mm -hmm. Like, don't let this be a cute little idea that you put on a bucket list. Go set the room mm -hmm. up. Go put the people in the room so that when hard times come and pain comes into your story, you have a room and a room full of people to come to. Mm -hmm. to and say, it doesn't have to be hey, full of a ton of people. Yeah, maybe I mean, just maybe one. two people. Maybe yeah. just two. One, one safe person, Because it's hard safe, out here. People are crazy. People. I have to 
to tell y'all. Oh my gosh, last week I was having a hard week. Okay, guys. Okay, okay. I was having a hard week. <laughs> hard week. Okay. I have a part of me. That, okay. That can be anxious. I don't yeah. like this part of me. Okay, we don't like her. No. No. Sis, no. what do we got to be anxious for? You got to chill. Well, you know what I mean? But you're you know just what? Like, you're I trust God. I love God. Why am I anxious? <laughs> I, I believe. I love Him. I, you know, I like him. why does? Why do I wake up and my body just feels anxious? Yeah. So anyway, I was having this one rough morning, and I was. Our we have a housekeeper who has been in our family. I mean, it's not like a live-in or anything, but she's <laughs> we <laughs> not like we what wish. you have. <laughs> we wish. Shoot. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. I do have um, a nanny. Okay. But she and her husband have been kind of part of our family. We've worked with them on getting their new house. And anyway, she's she only speaks Spanish. And she speaks Spanish so rapidly. Mm. And as you know, I speak Spanish. Yes, Tony's you do. been with me in Mexico. So amazing. Still in shock to this day. I was just standing. I was making my eggs in the morning. And she was just, she came over. And she was like, how you doing? And all, this is all in Spanish. And I just... I got tears in my eyes. You did. You, I'm fine. No, I'm not. I was like, uh, how did she ask you? Say it in Spanish. How are you? Uh, como, she just said like, como está? And then, and then, and then when just, I cry, she's like, animo, Jessica, animo. Oh. Cuando dos personas se juntan, uh, Jesús está con nosotros. And so she's just like, be encouraged. God is good. And when oh two or more are gathered, he listens. We need to be in agreement with each other. And she came over to me. And it was over. You dropped the soap. And the, you're like, oh, my God. And she's like praying over me in Spanish. Come which, of course. It just, that hits you in a different all, way. Because I work with so many women. And yeah. the whole, I'm, I do noonday for the sake of women in these vulnerable countries. And then here she is. And here she is. Anyway. In your vulnerable moment. Yeah. Tending but to you. But you know what? So good. I could have, you know, sniffled the tears away. Like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, easily. <gasps> easily. Easily I could have Slump done that. Slump them right on up. But it was a moment of just mm. tears. <gasps> Which goes back to what you're saying. Yeah. That you, what do we do in these painful moments? We got to process our. We freaking cry. Emotion. We got to process yeah, it and out. I, and it's hard for me because I'm not a big crier. Yeah. Actually. Actually. I don't. I cry for when other people cry. Sure. I'm yep, an same. auto crier. Oh, yeah. Automatic. It's over. You started sharing something like, <laughs> me too. God. I mean, I don't even know that I even my story, but I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> but like, I don't have a ton of big mm. emotional moments. Yeah. Um, But I'm finding when I have the right spaces. Safe. That that's mm-hmm. kind of where that. I can metabolize some of my pain yeah. that I don't even know is really there because I'm just like well, growing a business, raising three ooh. teens, like we're grinding it out, you yeah, know, you like life's been a lot. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, I mean, Noonday is an international business. How many countries? We work in about 13 different countries, 30 different artists and businesses. So we're creating economic what? opportunity for artisans living in, I mean, these are the places that have been in the news in the last year. Yeah, you know, Myanmar, yeah. the cor- the border of Myanmar, Burma, even Afghanistan, oh my gosh, India Peru, with the yeah. Delta virus, Peru. I mean, so many places, Haiti. And we do that, though, through fun, of course. Yeah, it's so much fashion. fun. Hello. It's through fashion. It's so good. We have apparel now. Oh, we really the pants. Are, yeah. Oh, the I Noonday know, pants. Those are good, right? I wore the Noonday pants. Yep. I'll post a picture. That's right. 
So if you're looking for a new Bible study, I want to tell y'all about one from my friends at Women of Welcome. Their team has created a real beautiful, simple, and also free, hello somebody, Bible study that can be done individually or even with a group. Women of Welcome is a community dedicated to diving into the whole of scripture to understand God's heart for the immigrant and the refugee. The welcome of Christ was astonishing to the culture around him. I mean, he gave voice to the speechless, frustrated the powerful, he humbled the wise, and as Christians, our welcome should be like his, wonderfully surprising, deeply challenging, and firmly rooted in love. Not just love for the people in our neighborhood, the people that look like us, believe like us, talk like us, walk like us, but love for all. Every single human being, all created in the Imago Dei, the image of God. What's incredible is that last year, I actually got to go to the Mexico border with Women of Welcome, and it was incredible. My eyes were opened. My heart was humbled. Compassion grew. I mean, it was beautiful and hard at the same time. Now, when you decide to start following Women of Welcome and learning from them, I want you to know that you will venture into a journey of understanding biblical hospitality in a fresh and authentic way. Now, a great starting point is their Christ-like welcome study, and you can download it for free today. Spend five weeks in the Word exploring the beautiful welcome of Jesus toward his most beloved creation, human beings. Humans, y'all, we're talking about God's plan A, his daughters and his sons. Now to download your free copy of the Christ-like welcome study, visit womenofwelcome.com slash Tony. That's womenofwelcome.com slash Tony for your free Bible study. Go grab it right now and become more like Christ. Well, if you are a faithful listener of the Still Coloring Podcast and you listen to season one, then you've heard me share about an organization near and dear to my heart, Africa New Life. And you also know that I have been sponsoring a student named Sandrine Ishamwe since she captured my heart during a trip to Rwanda in 2019. Now, God has created an extraordinary transformation in Rwanda, and we want more communities and families to see, hear, and feel the good news this Christmas. Currently, more than 11,000 students are sponsored through Africa New Life, confidently pursuing their education while being encouraged by local staff and gaining access to medical support and other care, all while learning about Jesus, y'all. As Africa New Life continues to support communities in Rwanda and disciple families, they really need more sponsors to come alongside students. These students and their families have faithfully prayed for a sponsor for a while now, trusting that God will provide. And we know that God will continue to work miracles in Rwanda. And fam, listen, we have the incredible opportunity to be a part of this, this holiday season, as we expectantly wait for our Savior. Let's provide joy and hope to students in Rwanda by sponsoring their education. I have made it a personal goal for our still coloring family to sponsor 50 to 100 African New Life students this holiday season. Listen, this isn't about numbers. We are talking about 50 to 100 individual students, individual families whose lives will be drastically changed. And I just think that's a beautiful way to celebrate the birth of our Savior. By helping transform a young person's life and being a part of a transformative chain reaction that will empower an entire community. 
Listen, if you're ready to be a part of some amazing Christmas joy, go to africanewlife.org forward slash Tony to see the students waiting for sponsorship right now. It will change their life and it will undoubtedly change yours. Again, that's africanewlife.org slash T-O-N-I. Let's hit our goal of 50 to 100 students and let's change the lives of 50 to 100 people and beyond. But I I bring that up because you are building, I mean, you have built and are building something Mm -hmm. super massive. Yeah. That's literally touching 13 countries. I honestly didn't think you were going to say 13. I thought it was going to be cute, like five. Okay. (laughs) And then you said 13. I said, okay, freak. This is a little bit bigger than I thought. Um, But you're doing that while also literally on this incredibly beautiful healing journey in community mm-hmm. like it's it's just beautiful and i think that there are people i'm sure there are women men business owners leaders that are like i don't even have time for that like what how in the world do you make time do you carve out space in your life to have this massive organization impacting the entire world and and also being so intimate and mm-hmm. personal with yourself and your heart and the mm-hmm. parts of you and other women. Yeah. How are you balancing that? Well, I do think when it comes to our group, it is helpful that we schedule it out and yep. we just know. Yep. And we do it at seven in the morning. Because <laughs> we're, we're that's trying to a bit hard. That has been well, that's been challenging, but we're here. You know, we what I'm were saying? like, when else are people maybe yep. most likely available? Yeah. Is that early morning seven time? Seven in the morning. And so that is helpful, just having that built in, knowing it's going to be there. I do that with my husband as well. Every Sunday morning before church, we spend time praying together Mm. and talking about what God's teaching us. It's not a time to like figure out the schedule for the week. It's none of that. It's truly heart connection. And just knowing that I have that, it helps me get through the week. Because our weeks, a lot of times, you know, especially we've got three kids in sports and we're both running businesses. We're both entrepreneurs. So you're yeah. passing each other in the night. Yep. I and mean, we do family dinners pretty frequently, which is a gift. So just when things mm. come up, you know, maybe yeah. in our family or even between us or I'm not feeling connected, it just helps me know I've got a container. I've got mm. a container where I'm going to be able to sit and and process some of this yeah. pain or just even connections. So. Yeah. It's creating, it, it's like logistical, honestly. It's logistical. Well, here, but here's what's amazing, though, that I get to see and know about you on the inside is that you carve that out. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us can run and execute and be in corporate America and run organizations mm-hmm. and be doing the thing and not intentionally carve out these times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you just said it. You said Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. We do this on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings. And I feel like for those of you that are listening that are saying, okay, I want to go on this healing journey, but I don't really have time. I think it's, it's more of a posture than it even is a plan. It's no, I'm going to make time. Yeah. I don't, use those words my kids are not allowed to say i don't have time oh it's about i am not making time (gasps) oh yeah we are we have agency over our time Mm. and you know if you want to make wholeness come on a priority yeah then you need to make time to make the time for what god says create wholeness which is people guys i hate to break it to you surprise y'all i mean it is not rocket science (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It's like people and Jesus is where you're going to find healing. Now, Mm. that's also where you're going to get broken. You're going to get broken from the people. Okay, now wait. And that's Mm -mm. what's challenging. (laughs) 
let's 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 go there real quick as we round third base here. I think that that's a big fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is also probably why I isolate when mm-hmm. I am in pain, when I'm anxious, all the things because I'm just like the very people that help me heal also have the capacity to break me. That's true. And I'm not saying necessarily that it's you guys, mm-hmm. but just people, humanity in general. Right. I've been broken by other humans. Mm-hmm. And so y'all are sketch, okay? Yeah. Y'all are sketch in my mind. Yeah. What helps you overcome that? How do you still choose to open up, to be vulnerable? Yeah. I think that that's a constant practice. Yeah. That's a constant practice for me. Mm. And I mean, you know, you got to choose some safe people. You know That's what I'm true. saying? How do you find them? How do you how do you even assess safety? I think I assess safety by if people are known in community. If mm. someone is avoidant and they're like, "Oh man, I just don't have time for friends," or that's good. I'm like, Mm-mm, it's like mm. that is not going to be nope a safe person. That's really good, Jess. And someone who's not willing to be vulnerable, mm-mm. it's going to be a no for them too. You can't be in the group. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're Bye. out. You're, you're out. out. You're out. You're okay, I have a, a final question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were sitting across from someone right now who was in an extremely painful season, mm. and maybe it's like the younger Jess, mm. maybe it's Jess last week, mm. what would you tell him? Doggone mm. it, Tony. That's not cool. <laughs> God, I would what just. What do they need to hear? You know, mm. Kurt says that perseverance is practicing letting God love the parts of us we most despise. Mm. And I really don't like the part of me that gets anxious. Mm. I don't. I just, I want her to just trust God. Yeah. And I would sit with that part of me and Mm. I would give her a lot of compassion. Yeah. I'd cry with her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm. I um. When I imagine that anxiety part of me, she is holding uh, binoculars and Mm. she's like at the at the Mm. front of a boat, like a big ship. And she's just like got the binoculars out searching the horizon, searching, searching, searching Mm. for danger. And so I just imagine myself coming up to her and Mm. just taking away the binoculars, Mm. you know, and then just sitting down and just crying together. Crying, crying about the unknown crying and grieving what she wants in that moment and saying it's okay that you're anxious it's okay Jess Mm. listen I feel like someone listening right now needs someone to come do that for them Mm. and it may just be themselves it may Mm -hmm. be you tending to that part of you that's anxious that's scared Mm -hmm. that is lonely that feels Mm. betrayed that's been abandoned Mm -hmm. and sitting with that I mean, we get to do that for each other, mm-hmm. but oftentimes, I love that you chose for it to be you mm-hmm. that you would sit with because the version of us today, I think for many of us is stronger than the versions we've been that have come before us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we could take a moment to just look our painful parts in the eyes, mm-hmm. our anxious parts in the eyes and say, you're we're loved. still standing in your love. And you're loved. You're loved. You're loved. Yeah. Me, you, and Jesus. We're just gonna sit down real quick. It's really powerful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Jess. Can Tony. you pray for us? Oh, yes. Yeah. I will. Okay. 
Jesus, I do just pray for someone listening right now who is crying, maybe someone Mm -hmm. who's is dealing with fear of the unknown and uncertainty. And Mm. God, I just pray that um, that person would feel known by you and known by just one other person. Mm. Could there just be one other person? And could could, um, this person just um, be a safe place today? Mm. We love you in Jesus' name. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am so absolutely grateful to hold the stories of brokenness that we get to share with you and the honor that it is to point you to both resources and ultimately to our source, Jesus Christ. If you can't get enough of the show, we'd love for you to leave a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and spread the word. If you've got someone in your life who you think would benefit from this show, don't keep it from them. And if Instagram is your thing, I want you to meet me there at Tony J. Collier. I'm a little wild, so buckle up. We'll see you next time as we all lean into the stories that help us claim hope and grit over our own lives. See you soon. The Still Coloring Podcast is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. It's produced and edited by Angie Elkins. The music is by Sam Collier of A Greater Story. Artwork is done by Natalie Maxey of Nueva Creative. The show notes are by Allie Young of Wild Young 3. And I am your host, Tony Collier. And I want to remind you that you can heal and find hope and grit right in the middle of it.